Did we feed the dog? Did she eat it up right away? There you go. She looks happy. God, that tongue just cracks me up. That's such cartoon dog. <laughs> it really is. It's a great character. If she didn't have a litter, I'd take her home. But she's got a litter somewhere because she's got giant nipples or teats. What are they? Whoa. <laughs> what? She does. She's got giant. <laughs> Why? Why is that funny? We could ask this fine young lady over here if if you have giant whatever you just said. Does that mean you're <laughs> you're caring? Sometimes, man. <laughs> well, what? what? How would you assess it? Prominent. Prominent? Yeah. Prominent what? Utters. Utters. Uh, utters. Okay, <laughs> utters. But they're not really utters. That's a cow, right? It's all the same, Teats. dude. It's all the same. It is August 3rd, 2019, and it's a Saturday, and the first Saturday of the month, we are a classic BMW today, Green Creek Parkway in the Tollway. You got the T-Box, that's Rick Ar- I'm Rick Arnett, that's Craig Rosengarten, and we'll be here till 10 o'clock today with golf, stuff, security breaches, and God And knows magically being on the air today. Yeah, Andrew is uh, filling in for Kern. Kern has got another gig, and what we had to do, mostly what Andrew had to do to get us on the air today was quite heroic. So, so We have our own equipment. Except we don't have it. That Kern, Kern took it. with him. Yeah. On it's, vacation. Or did he? I don't know. And but, now we have a the old ticket truck. So if you're looking for us at Classic BMW, look for the old ticket truck. And it's raining yeah, and there's an antenna out there getting and we, gotta wa- and we gotta watch out for light. How about that? Can we get hurt? Yes. Can the lightning go through our cords? Yes. Don't let me die. Throw off the headset. All right. And Kern offered to give us the gear, so it's certainly not on on Kern. Okay. So we know in the future. Always plan ahead. I thought he was going to do a vacation podcast. Is he on vacation? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Is that or he's got a gig going? One of the two. He's like something. But uh, we bury in the lead here. We are at Class BMW today, and uh, they have great deals. The uh, the M340i, the 2020, has been introduced, and I reviewed it for this month's issue, the brand-new uh, September, September? August. Can't keep track. Of uh, Avid Golfer Magazine. Really good story on the PGA. How that's coming to... Um, the Metroplex, mm-hmm. Frisco. Mm-hmm. And Good we've been sitting insight. on the story for a little while. We've yep. been tweaking it. And I even got a note from Mark Harrison, who's the grand poobah of the North Tex PGA in, De- in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, North Tex PGA in Texas. That's not right, is it? North Texas PGA. Yes. And he even said, man, I really enjoyed that article. I, was, yeah, I knew everything, but I still thought it was a really good read. So Yeah, it's good stuff. I would recommend reading it. Absolutely. What it took for them to get that done. That's funny when you're when you're on the outside and you just read headlines and you just read little snippets, you kind of shrug your shoulders. You go, eh, okay, but you don't see how fast that hamster wheel is working. And how underneath. close it came to being somewhere else inside yeah. the Metroplex. Yeah, 
Who was it? Was it Charlotte? What was the other? No, it was uh, Florida, right? Yeah, but it, there was other places in the Metroplex that Mark and mm -hmm. the, the other people were looking for. And there's a spot in Las Colinas that is no longer a spot. That is true. That would be convenient for us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you can also check out Ideal Golfer because we have Shady Valley up for a mere $29 to be a member for a day. Also, Canyon Creek in Richardson for 40 So check that out. And uh, some goodies again next week. Uh, can't really talk with anybody back at the station, I don't think, because of the return today. But I want to welcome uh, Jay King, who's our board op today. We have never had the pleasure. Well, that's because just Sam is gone. Mm-hmm. And so we were, gonna, we're, we're interviewing. <laughs> we're interviewing. Are they interviewing us? Interviewing. But people do move on. We are the springboard to weekday uh, employment here at the ticket. And then Samuel Hale will be doing tickers twice an hour. So got a lot of stuff to get to today. Some weird stories in the world of golf. We have a sexual harassment on a plane by a tour player in hmm. first class, no less. Not that that matters, but what he did in first class Beyond that, was a head scratcher. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> How drunk do you have to be to do that? And then, uh, or out of your mind. Mm -hmm. Eight thirty. We have an important leaderboard. If you're trying to keep your card, this is the last tournament that the top one twenty-five. You got to be inside the top twenty-five. And one, one player tweeted this morning that he was bummed. He goes, "Yeah, I lost my card yesterday." We'll talk about that at eight thirty. Really? I wouldn't have guessed it. I wouldn't have guessed. It. Really? Yeah. So talk about that. By the way, uh, a local guy had a big win, win yesterday. I'll tell you about that at 8.30. Nice. And at 8.50, uh, I, people that think they're good at golf, there's some people that are really good. But you're not tour good. And I went through some stats on what it takes to be a Monday qualifier. This was crazy. I mean, there's some... One of the one of the tweets I was uh, I kept was, um, how much or how many total wins, PGA Tour wins an average Monday qualifying field has. So they've gone all the way from tour winner to scruffing around on a Monday, where you've got to shoot some ungodly scores to move on. I rem I'll tell you where I remember it. Lee Jansen won two majors, and the minute his exemptions yep. were over. He was Monday qualifying. I was like, man, doesn't he have some sort of... As much status as they have, the medical exemptions and hardship exemptions, I mean, they have so many. You really have to be down in your luck golf-wise yep. not to get in the fields. Yep. 9-10, uh, got a security breach. affected both of us, two of the big ones. And I, I, got a, uh, I did the research online, and I found out what my, uh, what my reward is, what my remuneration might be. At 9.10. And then at 9.30, I found this amazing. It's never been done before huh. in the history of ever. And it was achieved by one mighty golf swing. And it had to do with one of the seven original natural wonders of the world. I don't think it is. I, I, I checked. I think, I think it is. No. That's what it said. No. One of the seven man-made homes. It is? Yeah. I guess because, well, well, we'll see. <laughs> but that's what I read. It said one of the seven natural wonders. So, And usually, if I tweet something like that, which you can tweet us at our net Rick or at AvidGolfer98, usually somebody is hell-bent on, on destroying you, saying you're wrong. 
I can get one. So we'll see. Anyway, so let's get this show on the road. Up first, man, I don't know what's going through this guy's mind, but it wasn't much as he was in first class. What the hell did he do on an airline flight? We'll tell you next. All right, 813 on the ticket tee box out at a rainy classic BMW today, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. Big August sales event. Moving out all the 2018 and 19s because they have to make room for the 2020s. That's a good deal. It is a great deal. Special lease rates on uh, through BMW Financial Services. And if you go through their pre-owned department, no haggling, one price. And they have brands like Porsche, Lexus, Infiniti, Mini, a whole bunch. Not just BMW. So come out here, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. And tell me you heard on the little ticket. All right, this segment brought to you by Club Corp. Get their one membership, and then you can play any of their other courses in the Metropolitan. I was at, out at, uh, for lunch at the Tower Club yesterday. Well, yeah. <laughs> Took me forever to figure out how to get in and out because I'm not a downtowner. Right, me either. But uh, I'm not they, an they grant, uh, I, there's a soft opening. Mm -hmm. Kind of ease on Right. In. It's grand openings, I think, August 13th. But they've got those simulators in there. So we just hit a couple golf balls, nice. a little big shot simulator. So if, if you want to throw a football, wow. yeah, they have other sports. Really? Yes. You do that? Yes. And so fun stuff. It's, I'd, met, I'd, be, I'd, I'd join the Tower Club really? if it was around the corner from our office. So it's an adult playroom? Yeah, with nice. good food. Nice. Well, I like that, too. All right, so check it out at clubcorp.com. 8.30, we got some leaderboards to look at, and this is a nut-cutting time for the tour pros because if you didn't make the top 125, well, you lose your tour card. You might get a conditional one, but it's not the same. A lot of restrictions on that. And then at 8.50, um, don't quit your day job. No? Even if you're a really good golfer. I mean, a really good golfer. Better than scratch, don't quit your day job. But first... This doesn't happen very often in the world of golf. This happens in other sports, you know. I don't know. It just, But this one threw me. So Danish uh, tour pro, Thorborn Olesen. Pretty good player. Thorbjorn. Thorbjorn or Thorborn or Thorbjorn. Yeah. He's a pretty good player. I, he, when I saw this, the fact that he's 29, I thought he's... I, I, he's been around forever. Seems like it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Guys over in Europe, they don't go to college. They go right out of yeah. high school and they start playing. In fact, there was a time, I think, of all the top 10, 12, maybe the Ryder Cup players, I think there was only two on the European team that went to college. Huh. Graham McDowell and I can't remember the other guy. But, yeah, they just they, they go straight out. It's like they joined the military, except golf is their, uh, their infantry of choice. So Thorborn, Thorbjorn, was flying back from the WGC FedEx St. Jude. And during this flight, he was on a British Airways. During the flight, according to reports, he engaged in arguments with passengers, became verbally abusive toward the crew, sexually assaulted a, a woman, and then... Okay, that's bad. This one, <laughs> this one got me. Of all the things he did, right? That was bad. He assaulted a woman. It went worse than all that. All bad, all bad, right? But this is the one. This is the one that shocked me. Of all the things, he's in first class. 
He decides to take a piss down the aisle. Can you say that on the air? I just did. All right. Because we're a Saturday show. We can get away with it. So why is it why is it worse being in first class and do that versus coach? That's bad no matter where you are. This is what a witness That's said. That's bad being in a FedEx cargo plane. This is what a witness said, and this made me, made me smile a bit. He started abusing some of the passengers and crew, then made a pass at one of the female passengers before taking a leak in the aisle. It was shocking behavior. Hey, why couldn't you say it like that? Well, what's the difference? <laughs> it startled me, and it's, I think we're a little more professional than Are we? Yes. Taking a piss in the aisle. I mean, come why on. Is that, why is that vulgar? Just because it's a four-letter word? Is that vulgar? No. <laughs> All right. Why are you so high and mighty? I don't know. Draining. Our, our ratings just doubled she because said, nobody's on the golf course right now. She said <laughs> you would expect it maybe on a budget airline but not in first class on British Airways. So in the meantime, Ian Poulter's on the plane, too, and his agent. Uh-oh. His agent is trying to calm him down. Agent's trying to calm Ian down? No, trying or? to calm down Thor Bjorn. Because if I'm Ian, I'm a little pissed, too, just because this is what you're representing all, pe- all professional golfers, and you're acting like this. I mean, for humanity, I'm embarrassed. Humanity. I'm pissed at him and out of humanity. People shouldn't do stuff like this. This is bad and wrong. Yeah, that's a hot sports opinion. No, it's not. It's common <laughs> I'm laughing. Sense. It's just, of course. So his agent, Poulter's agent, tried to calm him down, said he was slight, meaning that Olison was slightly intoxicated. I'm going to say he was blasted. <laughs> And then the next that he went, he fell asleep. Olison did. And then when he woke up, the police were waiting for him. And All right. Did. So how bad? How how much trouble is he in? He assaulted, sexually assaulted a woman. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm-hmm. You vandalized a plane. Yes. And you were in the air and acted wrong to the staff, which is bad. Yeah. Right. What, how much trouble is he in? Uh, I'm going to say less than Is he going to jail? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say only because I'm a skeptic. Only because celebrities or athletes, they tend to get a little bit of a break. I'm going to say he's going to go, he's going to plead insanity, and then he's going to uh, fall at the mercy of the court, and they're going to say, okay, I, I don't see anywhere where he's had any history of this. And he's going to plead, just give me a billion hours of probation. A billion. A billion. Whatever it is. You know, I'll clean, uh, I'll clean the highways. I'll do whatever. Um, and they'll probably pat him on the head. That's my guess. Because that's typically what happens. Unless the woman. If you're, if unless you're the woman sexually was, assaulting somebody in today's day and age, you, you, you're in trouble. Well, yeah. As but, well, you should be. But you're in trouble. But what I'm trying to figure out is. That's a big, wide swath. All right, here's the other side. Sexual assault. What is that British, mean? It's British Airways, right? Uh-huh. And that's when you're flying overseas to the U.S. and back and forth. That's one of the majors, right? Yeah. He, do they ever allow him to fly with them again? Like I said, they'll give him probation. They'll do whatever. He's flying first class, so he's either paid the freight or he had upgrades or he had so many miles, it doesn't matter. I think you just, you just say I temporarily went insane for whatever reason. 
and then you have a cooling off period, and then you get one shot. You get one mistake. I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. I'm thinking, if I was going to bet my I'm mortgage thinking on it. if you start screaming and start chanting songs in the middle of, like, having a blast and then passing out, yeah, you get one more thing. But when you when you defile an airplane. Defile. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to picture this. I mean. That, Just standing that, in the aisle. That plane's going out of service, right? You're taking that airplane out of get service. Get a little rug clean. Get a little rug doctor on it. And. It's not, like, it's not like he squatted that's, in the aisle. That's some serious stuff. I, I'm not disagreeing. And what's the what's the RNA do to him? Uh, the RNA doesn't have any jurisdiction over the European tour. Who does? The European, European tour. tour. What's the European tour do to him? Slap him on the hand. No way. They will do this exact same thing the PGA Tour would do. They would say, why don't you take like six months off? Yes, that's what they're going to yeah. do. Don't want you, you need to take. Hey, six it's the months end of the off. season. There's no majors going on. Who get, cares? Get clean. Get clean. You have a, obviously have an alcohol problem. And I want to know something else. I want to know it's slightly intoxicated. Slightly intoxicated from Ian Poulter's agent. Slightly intoxicated means that you're that you're um, you're one drink away from passing out. <laughs> that's what that means. He needed one more drink. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He was pissed on himself. Okay, so I always like to bring this up for you. <laughs> what? So you tend to get upgrades in first class because of the miles and all that stuff. I used to. I don't travel much anymore. Okay. You're confronted with that. What do you do? You're in the aisle seat. You know. And some guy just I, I unzips and let's fly. I'm, I'm going to say I used to be so bad at... Um, if somebody's not doing the right thing, I'm going to make them. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that if, if he's taking a leak in the middle of the aisle, I, I, I'm, I'm going cons- to consult with somebody else to say, what the hell do we do with this guy? If, he, if he's assaulting a woman, yeah. well, I'm, on, gotta, his, I'm yeah. on his ass. I agree with that. I am on his ass. And I don't care if I get hurt. I don't care if they put me to jail. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling him off of her. I would agree with that. With 100% certainty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you probably have help. You would hope. If you needed it. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, taking a whiz, I don't know where that falls. I mean, incre- besides then, incredibly bad taste. So if it's early in the flight, man, I know. You're, it's going to smell for how long? And I, I mean. Well, unless, he's been, unless he's been hydrating the whole time. I'm sorry. I, I understand this is mildly funny, but I. I just I picture myself being on that airplane thinking, how sorry. Yeah, that's a long flight, too. Yeah. Across the pond. You're not taking the, yeah. you're not taking the Concord. No. Anyway, I hate seeing that, but I, you very, very rarely do you see something like that in golf. You, didn't even, you don't even hear that from John Daly. No. He's got, he takes I a hate bus to say anyway. this. I, he's got more class than that. Yeah. Maybe we'll John find. Daly's got more class than that. Okay, so here's the other question. In this day of Me Too's and everybody's got to do the right thing, and, and I get it. Do you think Nike has a clause in their contract? With 100% certainty, yes. With 100% certainty. Okay, so now let's take it one step further. Do you think Nike had a clause when Tiger Woods was going through his issues? Yes. Because they didn't leave him. Nope. They cut back a little a, they, bit. They had a whole line of TW that they couldn't. Right. They leave them. What do they call it? Yes. 
Mm. Since O.J. Simpson, right? They had, they all had that O.J. Simpson <laughs> clause. <laughs> anyway, so even the world of golf is not immune to uh, nefarious behavior. Mm. So Thor Bjorn Olsen, I hope you're sleeping it off. And oh my God, see. So our buddy P1 Nate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if he can read this. Let's say. Imagine if he had just been served asparagus on the flight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not funny. It's funny. not funny. It is funny. It's funny because <laughs> we're not on the flight. Could you imagine sitting next to him? No. 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 <laughs> but funny. Not bad. All right. It is a 825 on the ticket. T-Box out at Classic BMW today. Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. It was also brought to you by Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com, get the Players Prime program, get unlimited range balls, you get discounted rounds of golf at their facilities, and you get a free Crush Burger. It's pretty sweet. So check it all out at uh, ArcusGolf.com. All right, up next, we've got a leaderboard. So i got two questions for Craig, but one of them has to do with, um, actually one question, one comment, a very well-known up-and-comer golfer put out a tweet yesterday. I was really surprised when I read it. We'll talk about what that was next. 8.33 on the ticket. T-Box. Craig, Rick. Hello. Andrew Malone. You know, he's our engineer today. Place of Kern. Kern is out gallivanting somewhere. He's somewhere. like the, what, the, one of the first guys on our, on our set that doesn't go by just one name. It's true. He could. Maybe his parents are listening or something. And <laughs> nice to hear your kid's name on here. Uh, 850. Don't quit your day job. I don't care if you're a plus handicap. I don't care. You are so far from what these guys do for a living. <clears throat> but I, and I'll give you some stats that will blow you away. I'll give you one right now. Okay. Just as, a, as we start on leaderboards. Uh-huh. So the Texas State Open. Yes was uh, this week. It culminated yesterday. And um, there were a couple 61s yesterday. Mm -hmm. These guys can't make it on the PGA Tour nope. or the Web.com Tour nope. or anywhere else. And there were some 61s out the Cascades. But the, a gentleman by the name of uh, Kyle Pritchard mm -hmm. wins it. Mm -hmm. He is a club professional at Alsatian Golf Club in Castroville. Yeah, he quit the game. I'm not sure where Castroville is. Texas. Okay, good. Man, you are on fire today. Thank you. I'll be right But he week. won 41 grand. Yep. That's like winning the lottery, mm -hmm. isn't it? No, winning the lottery is pure luck. That yes. wasn't luck. He actually earned that one. Yeah. But congratulations to him. That's a big win. That's huge. Yeah, and he came from nowhere because he'd kind of given up the game as a pro and he decided to enter. And there you Really? Go. Yeah. There you go. So you never yeah. know. All right, so we have a leaderboard. It's the Wyndham Championship. I have a question to ask. So the tour, who keeps erroneously trying to throw money at the marquee players to show up for events. <laughs> they did it at the World Golf Championships. That's, you might as well call that appearance money because everybody gets paid, even because there's no cut. Sure. Uh, then they tried. To, then they did the FedEx, which mo almost all the players get involved in. Ten million is nothing to sneeze at. Then they came up with the brain idea of trying to get all as many name players as possible into the Wyndham Championship, which is the last tournament of the year to set everything up for the FedEx Cup playoffs. 
And they, they were going to put a bounty of $10 million out that was going to be dispersed through the top 10 players. The number one player was going to make $2 million. And then they were going to split up the remaining eight through the last nine players. So you're thinking, okay. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. One out of the top ten decided to play this week. Here's where I think the PGA Tour screwed up. Who was your one? Paul Casey. So Brooks Kepka already locked that up. So he didn't yeah. show up this week. Didn't need to. DJ locked up his second place, whatever. He's not showing up this week. Rory, all those guys. So And they're about to play three times in a row. Yeah. And then the President's Cup. But here's the thing. If I'm the PGA Tour, you have to be present to get your money. That's what I would say. Yeah. You show up, we'll give you the money. Now, I'm betting about half those guys wouldn't have cared. They have so much money now, they blow off the tournament champions at the beginning of the year. How would you, why would you turn down an all-expense-paid trip to stay at the Ritz-Carlton on Maui? You get, every day you come into your room, it looks like Christmas. They have more stuff there. And it's, they never have a full field. The only downside of that, Rick, is if they play there, they're going to eliminate a, uh, an event somewhere else. They're not going to add an event to their schedule. So then, so then, but why have that bonus in the first place? Because I can't answer that. You can't throw money at these guys. They're no, done. They're making too much. They're making too much. Joel Dahman's not, or no, the they young guys on, but they don't care not. about those guys. But but yes, the guys who you want. Mm-hmm. Sad that you said the top. There are ten. only two guys in one. the top ten. One. One guy in the top, well, Webb Simpson would be in the top ten if he finishes. In, but you have Hideki Matsuyama and Jordan Spieth in this field. Mm-hmm. They're not top ten anymore. I know. I'm just saying. They just they keep throwing money, good money after bad, and it doesn't make any sense. I don't know when they're ever going to win. Sounds great on paper, but not in reality. Mm-hmm. Byung Young An is leading this one at 13 under by one over a Bryce Garnett. Sun J M is at 11 under. This is his 32nd tournament he's played this year. Kind of a big kid, too. Big kid. Last year on the on the web.com, which it was called back then before turning the corn ferry, he played every event but one. Wow. This guy's a marathoner. He's a gym rat. You know what? Why not? If you're single, you got nothing else to do, and you're playing well. And you like golf. And you like golf. I Why bet not? Todd Hamilton... Todd Hamilton would do it. He would have done it, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he, just, he, he loves golf. He's a golf rat. Yeah. He'll play anywhere in the Metroplex, anytime. Uh, yeah, Webb Simpson is 11 under. Um, Charles Howe third is at 9. Jordan is at 9 under par. Okay, so a couple things about Jordan. He's uh, playing pretty well this week. Here's the amazing thing about Mr. Spieth, though. He is... Everybody's talking about his putting, and I'll get to his putting in a second. 2015, he won five times. He was 15th in strokes gained off the tee. Okay? Pretty good. 2016, 32nd. 2017, 44th. This year, 185th. I've brought this up yep, already. I, I, it's, I, I feel like to get that extra distance, he's sacrificing so many things. He says he's it's... It's getting, he's getting stuck. That's why he, most of his misses tend to be to the right. But he's got two-way misses, which mm-hmm. is the worst. 
So this week, he's he's nine under. Okay. He's minus 1.7 uh, strokes gain off the tee. Minus 3.4 approach to green. But he, where he makes it up is scrambling 2.9 in the positive, putting plus 7.7. That's incredible, right? It's incredible, but at some point, you can't live off that, can no. you? You can't. And, and it's amazing. He had such a bad putting year last year. Yes, he did. And it was like, well, all I got to do is get his putting right. You know, that's. But there were other things wrong. But I... I if he can fix this driving issue and oh. he can get back to 15th, he'll be back up there. It, it's not a, it's not that much of a worry. He's young. He's got some time. Yeah, but as, but the longer it's it, not peeing the on longer, airplanes. The longer, <laughs> the longer it, as far as we know, the longer it goes, though, the more it gets in your head. You know what it is? Yeah. I had the chipping ups at the time. You have, you have putting issues. Um, you think, ah, just, just work on it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if you don't have driving issues, come on, you just tweak it a little bit. And yep. I mean, you got a, you got a, one of the best golf teachers in the world, and why can't you get that right? Yep. Yep. I don't get it. Yep. Um, anything else? Uh, I'm looking at the bottom of the leaderboard. So you had to be a, uh, a minus four. You had to be four under to make the cut, which is pretty high. Hideki missed the cut. He has no problem. He's 29th in FedEx Cup points. He's right. fine. Jason Duffner missed the cut by one. He's outside. He's 136. See ya. He will not be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, you know, I used to really like him, but he really turned on the media. Yeah. He kind of did. He kind of did. I think, well, that whole thing with his wife, and I think he just got, he just got tired. Yeah. Hunter Mayhan is trying to make a comeback this year. He finished 184. Yeah, tough one. Here's the one that surprised me. Bo Hostler. 143rd. And then he tweeted, he goes, sorry, I lost my card. Hope to be back soon. So he didn't officially, he, he's not done. No, he's got conditional. No, but the 25th through, 125th, 6th through something, mm -hmm. go com combined into the web.com finals. Right. And they have a chance if they finish top 25 there, mm -hmm. they get their card. Yeah. So he's not done. He's not done, but it it kind of it still kind of sucks. And he's got Web Duck or Corn Ferry status mm -hmm. because he finished inside top fifty. Yeah. So anyway, his, his career's not over. Let's just say that. Yeah. He's got a place to play next year somewhere. So I felt bad for. I felt bad. I feel feel bad for all these guys. It's the last. Um, what do they call that? Um, Bastion. No. <laughs> what? The last basket of hope. Meritocracy. That's where you have you have to earn everything by merit. You don't. It's not by reputation. It's not by anything else. This is one of the last sports to do that because nothing is guaranteed year to year. Bastion. I don't know where in the hell that came from. <laughs> now I know how you had the typo in your letter. That was the best part. Is actually seeing if you could guess what the word was going to be. But you come. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Hey, uh, real quick, LPGA. I bring it up only because huh. they're playing the women's uh, British Open this week. They had a big snafu. Uh, Lexi Thompson forgot her passport. It was in her golf bag. And she's in England, and she can't leave until her caddy went and got it. 
Right. And it was on a plane. I mean, it was in, it was in a, a trailer. With all the other golf bags. All the other golf bags. So they finally got it. But one of the things I noticed was um, Lydia Ko. Remember when she was good? Yeah. Finished dead last. Wow. Missed kind the Kind of David Duvall-esque. Yeah. She felt, I was reading a whole big thing about her and what, what seemed to happen and how many caddies she went through. And kind of started when Ledbetter got a hold of her. Really? Kind of did that, that. Remember that A swing? He had some yeah. kind of strange thing. Why do you ever mess around with a person that, that's killing it? And you know what it came down to? More distance. Stick stick with what you have. Yep. If you're she Luke Donald. Yep. Yes. You know, they were saying Lexi Thompson used to blow tee shots by her 50, 60 yards. And Lydia would, would beat her by four or five strokes around. It would drive her crazy. Because yeah. with a wedge or a putter, she was awesome. Then they changed. Then Ledbetter said, no, no, no. You need some more distance in order to compete on tour, and it ruined her. And she's 25. Wow. She was going to quit at 30. She might quit a little bit early. I don't know. But wow. Sad. Sad. Things happen. Maybe. So whenever we go through our little slumps, this isn't our day job. Yeah. It's part of our day job. Yeah. But we, don't, we don't make money on it. So anyway, uh, sad to see that, but uh, that's, that's what happens. And, and also Ledbetter had it, got a hold of uh, Marcel Wee. Uh, so you know what his nickname turned out to be uh, in, inside the circles of uh, pro golf? David Ledbetter? Lead no. poisoning. Lead poisoning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He gets a hold of you, you're dead. You know, and I have a guy who um, sent his kid down to Ledbetter school, uh -huh. and she's 12 or 13. Okay. And she lives there. Okay. And he swears that things have changed. For the better? Yeah. Okay, well, so, of course for some people. Yeah. But I just thought that was really, it was too bad. Was yeah. Too bad. All right, that was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Go to tjgt.com. You can sign up your kid, maybe he's 13, 14 years old, and uh, see what competitive golf is like. The tournaments are really fun. We had our Elite Cup last week. Okay. So that's really fun because it's sponsored, and it's, if you get in, it's free. Nice. See, so if you qualify to get in, and you, it's free, but you got Shoes, you got a backpack, you got golf balls, nice. you got hats, you got, and you got to play Craig Ranch two days. Oh, so of course, of course. So check it all out at TJGT, the Texas Junior Golf Tour.com. All right, up next, you're a good golfer. You might even be a plus at your local club. I'll tell you why you don't want to quit your day job next time. I take it. Mm -hmm. All right, 852 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the tee box. August 3rd. Shout out to uh, the lovely bride, Jody, 60 today. Or 59. Or 50. Happy birthday. Whatever you want to call it. How about it's just 30, a number of these how about, days. How about, hope you get lucky tonight, call it 39. <laughs> Happy 39th, Jody. <laughs> she looks 39. She does. Maybe 38. No, don't push it, 39. All right. <laughs> At uh, 910, Craig and I are both affected, maybe, by the latest security breaches tell you what, what our options are. Then at 9.30, somebody achieved the unthinkable or unachievable with one mighty swing. And it has to do with, I looked it up, might be an eighth natural wonder of the world, but it's in there. It is not. I'm telling you. It's not. I'm telling you. Rick, dear I'm Lord. just going what I'm saying, what I'm reading. All right, but first, you're a good player. You're a plus. Maybe you're Tony Romo. You're a plus one. You're 
you're better than 99.9% of the golfers in the world. But I hate to tell you, you're not even close to even a fringe tour player. Even a fringe, fringe, fringe tour player. These guys are plus sevens, plus sixes on PGA layouts. Sweet. This isn't your local club where they knock down the, the rough right. and the greens are at about 10 or 11 or whatever. No, this is, this is high rough. This is all play off from the tips. The greens are at about 12 to 13. And then you got pressure on you because you're playing for your livelihood. These guys are hungry. So I like to look at the Monday, Monday Q Info uh, Twitter feed. Can I, can I tell you, before you get into the Monday yeah. qualifier, <clears throat> if you are Paul Stankowski and you have status, you mm -hmm. can get into the Monday qualifier. Yes. If you're Rick Arnett, you can't get into the Monday qualifier. You have to go to the Monday pre-qualifier, mm -hmm. and then you have to go shoot that. Well, when my son was in high school and Jordan Spieth's at the plane in the Nelson, my son's like, I want to play with my teammate. I'm going to try to qualify for the Nelson. I went to the, we went to the pre, this is the pre-qualifier. Okay. He finished, as good as I've seen him play, he shot three under. Right. 33rd place. <laughs> I know, it's so demoralizing. That's the pre-qualifier. The pre-qualifier. Before you get into the nerves of getting into an event or not, the pre-qualifier. You know who else was in the uh, Monday qualifier this year? Aaron Baddeley. Yeah. Twice. So, to Craig's point, you have to go solo. We were talking to you know, Conrad Schindler and Ed Lohr. The scores you have to shoot just to even sniff a chance at the top four. Are, is ridiculous. So, so listen to these numbers. 67, 67, 67, 67, 65, 68, 69, 66, 69, 67, 67, 68, 67, 69, 69, 68, 67, 66, 65, 65. But those are scores. If you went to every PGA Monday qualifier, shot those scores in that order, you got into exactly zero events. <laughs> zero. If you did get through, you made 25 of 91 cuts if you advanced up to the PGA Tour event that week. Not horrible. So then, at a typical field, the players that got through this year have it combined. So the players that made that it made it. That actually got in, no, they just got in the qualifier. They got into, into the, quali the qualifier, okay? 3,100 PGA starts. So this is what they've, this is their I'm resume. Yes. Okay? Over $117 million in career PGA earnings. How many wins? 11 PGA Tour wins. Nine European Tour wins, 15 Asian wins, nine Korean, five Australasian, 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 five Canadian, three Japan. Any majors? Didn't see any. That, to me, is just off the charts crazy. 
And on top of that, you still have idiots like my son trying, which has not, he's done nothing. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, because I, I'm looking at it, and I, and I see uh, Conrad. He'll go down to Houston to get the old Houston Open. He shot down. a 65 or 66 yep. and didn't make it and one didn't time. make it. Yeah. These guys are just, that's all they do is Although, go for flags. Put it in perspective, at the web.com, he shot 18 under. And didn't win. <laughs> Came in fourth. It's <laughs> like four shots, but he lost by four shots. Like, come on. So if you're having some slight struggles. In uh, work? In your work. Yeah. Um, just think about t- trying to do this for a living. You know, we all see the top 30. They seem to be the top 30 every year. For some reason. Mickelson yeah. tends to get in there. Mm-hmm. Or Eve Tiger when he's okay. Dustin Johnson. Uh, Rory. And you think nothing of it, but every once in a while, you'll see a guy fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. And, and then you have to go home because you trunk slammed on a, on a Friday. And then maybe you did it multiple times. Maybe you did it like Chip Beck. Maybe you did it 25, 30 times in a row. You know? You know maybe you're little Paul Stankowski. See, he's trying to, uh, he gets to play an X amount of web.com or now Corn Ferry events to get ready for the uh, Champions Tour. He'll be 50. And uh, he missed the cut by one. Did he? Yeah, goes home. Got nothing. It's it's the only sport I know that you, you get nothing to rest on. That's the toughest part. So, let me ask Paul. So, what did it cost him to play in that event? So it cost roughly. Well, he brought this up. He's got airfare. Uh huh. He's got caddy fees, which is about sixteen hundred a week. Right. He's got hotel rooms. Yep. He's got. I mean, food you're going to eat at home anyway, but and he's Chipotle, so it's not that big of a deal. But you're talking about he's five grand in probably before he before he does anything, and he may, plays one event like this, misses a cut, just just wrote a check for five grand to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to pay your caddy. Yeah, that's tough. So this says this Monday Q info again, <clears throat> pretty good, pretty good to follow on Twitter. Estimate for the cost of getting into and playing in a Monday qualifier is around twelve hundred dollars. Flight, car, entry fee, or you drive. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I thought I think it's about three hundred to enter. Yep. Three or four hundred dollars, I remember. Mm-hmm. You okay? So that's a lot of money. So if you take that number, the guys who chase Monday qualifiers on the PGA Tour spent two million dollars. So that goes all in the PGA Tour coffers. Mm-hmm. Into Justin Leonard's retirement. Yes, it does. So you look at all the guys that make it, and I have the utmost respect. I also have the utmost respect for the guys that are still trying. Because every once in a while, you'll see guys like a Brandon Todd, who won the, who won the Nelson a few right. years back. Then he fell off the face of the earth, and now he somehow found something. Yep. Something worked. And it, it's like anything else. You always wonder, did I quit a day early? <laughs> two days, you know, two days early, whatever that was. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. So here's a good stat. I can guarantee you, you will not guess. You might guess one person. So this is a, a fun stat. Most rounds in the 60s this season on tour. Most rounds in the 60s. If you get one of these guys, you're a savant. Well, it can't be one of the top guys. They don't play enough. Now don't start hedging. Just give me a name. 
I'm going to say. I gave you a I'm hint a, earlier. I'm going to say Charles Howe. Very good. He's second with 45. I gave you a hint earlier. You did? Number one guy, yeah. Because hmm. he's played in so many events. Sung J.M.? Yep. Number one at 53. Never would have guessed Vaughn Taylor. He's uh, he's had that kind of consistency. 42. And, and so that means, a lot. He, that means he play, has a lot of crap and rounds, he's too. He's played a lot. Right? Right? Yes. 41. This is fourth place. Rory Sabatini. He's had a really good year. He's For playing him, well this week. He, no. Where is he in the FedEx Cup standings? He's I, pretty high. He, uh, 44th. Yeah, he's he's fine. So he's everything in but the short championship. Uh-huh. And then tied for uh, fifth, Harris English and Denny McCarthy. Denny McCarthy? Denny McCarthy. Most rounds in the 60s this season. Huh. Crazy, man. Good for him. I guess, if you think so. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Sandy Hoozle, that's what's going on. I'm, are you looking forward to the FedEx Cup at all? I can't tell. I, I, Tiger's playing in the first two. Here's the compelling part to me is if, like last weekend, we didn't talk about last weekend, but once Kepka mm-hmm. and all those guys, Rory, were on the top of the leaderboard, mm-hmm. I even think I said on Saturday that I didn't watch one minute of the golf, and I don't think I will because the show's over and I don't need to. But once they were, once they moved up on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it was like rock star leaderboard. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, they were and the I, final pairing. I think it'll be the same thing for this and the FedEx. I mean, if Billy Horschel's playing Brian Stewart and right. Johnson Wagner in the top, I might be out. But if it's Kepka and Johnson and Dustin, Justin Thomas or Jordan, uh, Tiger, yeah, I'm in. I don't know what happened. Rory just did his usual thing. Yeah, he was the only guy in the top ten that finished top ten that had an over par round. And he was out driving Kepka. Kepka might be using driving irons for all I know. He was out driving by 30, 40 yards. Didn't matter. I, you know, Art Salinger watches swings more than any time. When I went and played golf with him a couple of weeks ago, I think I said it, but he he marvels at that guy's swing. Like when he looked with Rory's swing. His full swing. Him, he looks at it and goes, "Just it's just nothing like it. It's just nothing like it. What, what he does to a golf ball at his size and with his... He you murders know. it. Yeah. And it's crazy, so. too, because when you see guys on the tee, on the practice tee, and I used to love doing it when it was over at the Four Seasons, I'd go there on a Tuesday and watch these guys hit balls. Right. It's so much fun. I remember the first one who was, like, longer than long. I, you and I were out together. It was Kevin Streelman. Remember? And, and they wouldn't let him. They told him he had to angle his tee shots. I thought that was Hank Keeney. No, Kenky was before him, but this was when... I don't remember Stroman being that long. I didn't either, but afterwards, no. But I remember him being out there. It was his first year, and they made him angle to mm-hmm. the, to to the, the far right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But when you when these guys that are so good and so used to seeing guys hit golf balls like crazy, when Rory steps up to the practice tee or Tiger back when he was right. in his prime and all that, Dustin Johnson, Bubba... Watson, he can still he could have moved it back then. John yep. Daly, everything stops. They don't want to. They want to look like they're watching, but they're watching. Right. It's just right. a different sound, right? Different flight. By the way, Kepka, Bubba, not in the top ten driving distance this year. And I don't. I think I think Kepka is. It hits a lot of three woods and could driving be. iron. 
That driving iron, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by it. I'm supposed to get a fitting pretty soon. And I'm intrigued. I see a lot of people use them, and, uh, and they swear by them. See, I always thought a driving iron, you, you're supposed to get away from those because it has such a low loft. It has like a two-iron loft to it, 18 They're degrees. They're built now, so I, I guess, guess, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through uh, driving, driving distance mm -hmm. because I think, um, let's see, where's driving distance? Where it, where it says driving distance. Uh, bite me. So number one, number one's Cameron Champ. Mm -hmm. Who's fallen off the face of the earth. Can't make a cut. Was in the last place. 316.6 yards. Mm -hmm. Luke List is second. Yep. He had an okay year. Rory's third. Wyndham Clark, I was wrong about Bubba. Bubba was, was fifth. Mm -hmm. He must have moved himself up. Dustin, jo uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Seth, Seth Reeves. I don't even know who he is. Dustin Johnson, Trey Mullenix, Tony Female, Gary Woodland. You have to go down. Uh, uh, Brooks Kepp is 15th. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go down to. So what's 15th? Is it about 310? I, I want to go down. What's the, the average? 310? Three, the top three. 50. Harris English is at 50th. Uh -huh. And he's at 300.3 yards. Okay. So, so but Kepka was he about 309, 308, 310? Uh, let me go back. Let me scroll back up. He was 308.3. Okay. So. And if those guys lean on it, uh, it it's, a, it's a much higher number. These guys are learning oh, yeah. now to keep it in the fairway. Yeah. Because they're realizing that the rough is, is it's supposed to be penal. And they're, and they're starting to do that. They're starting to mo low, keep the mower up a little bit higher. So, But there's a smattering of top 30 players in there. It's not everybody. It's not everybody, but I mean, you have the the Cam Champs and the Seth. I don't even know who Seth Reeves is. I, I guess I should look him up. But I don't worry about it. Yeah, but there are. Uh, oh, of course, he went to Georgia Tech. See, that's just <laughs> a bad word. <laughs> Bulldog. Um, well, it's it's. There's a lot of things. I'll go back. One day we'll have to do show on. I I'm going to say it's strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained approach are probably going to be the two best indicators of how well you do, even more than putting. Strokes gained off the tee. I always wonder how close strokes gained off the tee. This is where things change. Well, that's where you have you have accuracy along but, with distance. But listen, number one's Rory mm -hmm. had a great year this year. Yep. Number two's Dustin. Uh -huh. Number three's Bubba Watson. Uh -huh. Number four's John Rahm. Mm -hmm. Number five's Keith Mitchell, who was really good yeah. early in the year. Yes, he was. There you go. I mean, those are five guys who, who. Okay, now bring up strokes gain. Uh, strokes gain approach. Strokes gained approach. Approach the green. So much easier. Strokes gained, approach green. Who do you think's number? Who do you think's at the top? Um, You'll be wrong, 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 and wrong. Wow. <laughs> Webb Simpson. Henrik Stenson's number one. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. Justin Thomas is number two. Okay. He, he was sneaky this year. He was okay. Miliano Grillo, which I would have made was one of my bets on most rounds in the 60s because right. he plays every week yep. too. Matsuyama, and then number five, Adam Scott. Huh. So maybe strokes gained off the tee is your best indicator. It's one of them. Yeah. I guess we could go to putting next. But here's the thing. You could be a um, – uh, if you're not hitting the ball straight, well, putting will help you. But, okay. Oh. A lot of the putting has to do with your proximity to the hole. So if your strokes gained approach is really good, your putting should be pretty good too because you're going after less uh, shorter putts. <laughs> Strokes gain putting. Okay. Number one, mm -hmm. 
Denny McCarthy. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this guy? How about where's, that? Where's Jordan? Number six. Okay. Number six. He's How, who's second? Dominic Bazzelli. Okay. Graham McDowell. Uh huh. Justin Rose. Vaughn Taylor. So I'm going to say strokes gained off the tee is your number one indicator. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Those guys are so good. If you're putting the ball in the fairway and long and have a wedge in, mm -hmm. you're going to score. You should, unless you're just a poor. And even if you're an average putter, you'll find a way to put mm -hmm. the ball in the hole. Yep. So there you go. So, again, don't quit your day job if, uh, if you're thinking about being on the Porto because that Monday qualifier is a mother. All right, we're at Classic BMW Day, Spring Creek Parkway in the Tollway. Don't forget the pre-owned selection. They have awesome, awesome brands across. You know, they have Porsche, they have Mercedes, they have Range Rover. They have everything, along with BMW. No haggle pricing, too. All right, up next, let's get into security breach. Yeah, I got a notice, and I had to check. And what did it do to me, and what are my, uh, what are my options? Talk about that next. 9.30. We'll tell you about how somebody conquered or set a major achievement with one mighty swing. Never been done before. And then we'll mix with uh, Country Force at 9.50. Uh, the weather brought to you today by Jay. Online Trading Academy. Thank you, sir. As you can see, there's uh, showers out this morning. Supposed to clear up maybe by noon or not. Who knows anymore? Can't figure it out. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. And then sunshine the rest of the week. Uh, won't get into the hundreds till maybe Thursday. I thought I yesterday it was about 97 yesterday. <clears throat> Played out a grapevine. Cloud, a little cloudy. Yeah, as long as there's a slight breeze and it's cloudy, I'm good. I'll play that all day long. By the way, grapevine, great shape, as usual. That... Right there was for a free round of golf with Grapevine Municipal. The Grapevine Golf Club now, right? He's mad at me because I, I no, I out. no, <laughs> not at all. I'm not above using that either. No, I didn't use it. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. No, I am not. I I've done that. I've done that so many times to poor Greg Durante out at uh, yes, you have. Arlington for yeah, the you're, Texas Rangers Golf Club. Yeah, you were uh, shameless as far I, as that's concerned. No, I'm not because yeah, you are. let me tell you why. Because I want to call him every day and play, and I'm not. I'm, I'm withholding. <laughs> Whatever. We were with. I was with one of my buddies yesterday from Club Corp, and he's like, "Man, I really want to play Texas Rangers." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I probably can't call you. Yeah, no, I've already called him <laughs> 35 times. Ask Rick. He doesn't use he doesn't use his pass as much as I do. Greg, I'm digging your chili, buddy. Thank you. <clears throat> In other news, so I don't know if you got this. Equifax has had a data breach of affecting 147 million people. Isn't that everybody? Yeah, you would th think so. Everybody with credit. 300 million or so, 350 million in the U.S. Who didn't get dinged? If you're one of them, here's how to submit a claim, be part of the FTC settlement before we get to yours. <clears throat> so they say that Equifax is agreed to pay at least $575 million, maybe up to $700 million to compensate victims of hackers who stole personal data. How you find that out, I don't know. You have to go back and I think look at your own statements, see if anybody is... It has to be really wild, I think, for you to find something like that. But uh, 
the most you'll probably get out of it is 125 bucks. That's the max. And you got to submit all the, So what you have to do is you have to put in your last name, then you put in your, your last six digits of Social Security, and it'll tell you, and, and mine said, yes, you might be affected. Submit the claim, go, go through all that stuff. And, or you can get up to 10 years of free credit reports to see if anybody else has had their credit breached. Right. I'm telling you, dude, we are, we are fast approaching one little slip of a, of a digital button or whatever, and we're going back to cavemen. There was a, uh, that movie, I think it's the laughable, maybe the third or fourth Die Hard. Uh-huh. When they do the fire sale, yes, and uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about the, what the dr- dramatic way that the, our world would change. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you the one that'd be the most difficult. If we don't have electricity, it's one thing. You don't have TV, you know, you don't have whatever. <clears throat> but how much of our money is tied to that? Yeah, how much cash you have on right now mm-hmm. on you. I don't. I carry maybe if. Unless I'm traveling, which I don't know why I do that because there's an ATM at every airport. I'll probably keep uh, 60 to 80 bucks, and I don't know why I do it because I always use a debit card. And there's where our problem will be. Absolutely. Because all of a sudden, you can't go to the grocery store, and I'm not sure that's where the anarchy hits or the panic hits. It's one of my cash, and I can't get any of my money out of my account. That's where you – that's where – being an open carry is going to come in real handy. I'm thinking, yeah. He's go stagecoach. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, that worries me too because we are at the mercy of things we normally, we just can't control. Right. One's good. And the hackers that get in there, I, makes me wonder what they do with that information, honestly. Do they just, I always thought hackers that got to a point now where they're, they're holding companies for ransom. Okay, I'm going to show you how I'm going to break into your high security system. And if you want me to show you how to uh, prevent that from happening, it's going to cost you this. It's happened to us. Yes. It's happened to us on our on some of our accounts and we had to upgrade our security and mm-hmm. do all that stuff and yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks, but that's what our that's what we've But I don't see anybody changing that. Now some people keep cash in their mattress or they keep it under their you know they dig a hole in the backyard I, or god I, knows what i keep cash i figure it won't last more than a week if something like that happens mm-hmm. but i have enough cash to buy any meal i want for a week any meal i mean three meals times me times my wife times my kids times uh-huh. my dog huh. all right so you know 80 bucks a day times Man, I'd be I'd be going down and dirty on that. I'd be doing the combo meal for five bucks. I'm saying I've got enough that I'd I be worried. I'd be wor- less worried about my diet at that point. Correct. Than just food units. Yes. Yeah. So, and I don't know. Do you I have anything in your house? I do. You have like rice or you know a giant bag of rice to sure tie you over until well. Here's the thing: you can't cook rice if you don't got have dog eat. food too. <laughs> hey, desperate times, man. You ever tried dog food? You ever tried just a dock of dog biscuit or... What is with him today? Seriously. No, serious. You just kind of go, you know, these... I wonder what that's like. They, it, it has no taste. Remember, dog sniffers are 10,000 times more powerful than ours. So I don't know what they're smelling, but I sure couldn't get it. Dog sniffers. Dog sniffers, yeah. Their nose. 
their sense of uh, smell. Okay. I'm telling you, dude, if, uh, if Desperate Times, if that's all you had left in your house was dog food, you're going to try it. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you kind of get a little preliminary. You get a little appetizer. See if it's going to work. All right. No. I got other stuff. No, you don't. I have pistachios, mounds and mounds of pistachios. Except I said, if that's the only thing you have left. I, I will. It will take a long time for me to run out of pistachios. So what's the bigger problem? Um, the credit breach, because Equifax had one, and then you said you had one. I had one with Capital One. Okay. You know, although what's in your wallet, well, we bank with Capital sure. One a, on one side of our business. At least and hopefully. Um, and so they talked me into one of those Spark business credit cards, and I use it for everything because you get so many points. I almost furnished my house. Sure. And so I loved it. And But they had a major, major breach, and I got a personal call. And what are you supposed to do? They said, hang tight. And they all they asked me is, my, is my credit locked? Right. And I said, yes, it is. My credit is locked. Yeah, and that's one of the things I do. I use one of those credit services, and I lock it. And the only thing I have to remember is to unlock it. If you if you apply for a car, you come, apply, to, yeah. you come to Class BMW and say, hey, I need a car. Mm-hmm. Better unlock your credit before you get here. Just get on your just put on your phone. Yeah. It's, it's pretty easy. They have a deal now where you can just keep it unlocked for 24 hours, and it goes back on. So mm. if you come up here or you're shopping. That's a great idea. Yeah. Because I would forget that yeah. from time to time. But I... But when you get your your credit reports each month, pretty interesting how they and it's it, it what's really interesting is looking at the different it's Equifax, Trans America, Trans America, Trans Union, Trans Union. What's the other one? Uh, Experian. Okay, so they use those, and uh, it's interesting that the different credit reporting companies have different ratings. They're usually not not that, not far, that far off. off. But I will tell you, it's really funny. So you'll appreciate this. So we have one giant credit card for the junior tour. Uh-huh. And we, whenever there's a golf course we got to pay, we use our credit yeah. cards. And so we do almost 80 events a year. So, you know, you're talking about probably 10 grand each time on, on average. So we're putting $800,000 mm-hmm. on credit. If, and Travis is in charge of it, but if there's one month that he doesn't pay it before they report, it's uh-huh. not due yet, but right, they report right. My credit fluctuates like you couldn't believe because yep. if, 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 if I we owe $75,000 at lunch, my credit dr- plummets. Mm-hmm. Plummets because yep. my percentage of credit mm-hmm. is out of whack. And if I if he pays it the day before, it skyrockets. Now, what else is interesting, because so, we use the same service to, for credit monitoring. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Um, is look at your credit rating based upon uh, industry. They have one for cars. Yes. One for mortgages. Yes. One for what's the other one for? Cre- uh, credit cards. Credit cards, and it's amazing how that's different. Yep. So, I'm a bad credit card risk because of that credit card, <laughs> but I can. That's um, one of the things I, I I honor the most is I'm pretty anal when it comes to credit reports and mm-hmm. making sure that things. And if there's an erroneous one, I make sure I get that taken care of right away. And at a certain point, it doesn't matter, but it, you do get benefits with good credit ratings. Yes. You really do. Yes. So and be diligent about teaching it, Teaching our kids that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best thing. If you ever, like, if you want to get kids your get started on, on their credit, co-sign on a loan. 
But it doesn't, it doesn't 100% count. It doesn't hurt like, it. It doesn't hurt it, but it doesn't help it as much as you think. I understand, but yeah. it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah. Get them a credit card and then put it in a drawer so they don't know they have it. Yeah, then That's just cut it up. Then cut it up. All right, it is a 926 on the ticket tee box. That is sponsored by the greatness of the City of Arlington Golf Courses. How about that? They get two promos we've, in one uh, We've said enough. Segment. Just bypass it. Sorry, Greg. Texas Rangers, Tierra Verde, <laughs> and Lake Arlington. All right, up next, this guy achieved something with one mighty swing that's never been done before, nor did anybody think it could have happened. We'll tell you what that is next on the ticket. 9.33 on the ticket. Good morning. If you're just uh, scrambling out of bed, this is the tee box. Rick Arnett, Craig Rosengarten, Avid Golfer Magazine, and IdealGolfer.com. We're at the greatness of classic BMW today. Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. They got the new 2018 and 19s. They need to move out because the 2020s are in. If you get a chance, drive the M340i. Brand new, 2020. It has got power to burn. I love that car. That was a tough one to give back. <laughs> I really liked it. And they have the pre-owned side where no-haggle pricing, one-shop pricing on any number of uh, high-end models and brands, including BMW. So check it out at Classic BMW. Tell me you heard on the little ticket. Hey, you got the shout-out to your wife. I shout-out to mine. Okay. She just got up and was on her way out, so shout-out to my lovely wife. Who? Are you never, in trouble? No, I'm not in trouble at all. Sure sounds like it. No, 100% not. Just... You know, your kids are gone, and you, you're empty nesters, and it's just you and her. Mm-hmm. Kind of get a little closer to her. Yeah, kind of Or do. you don't. You have more time. Yep. So I decide to go to the closer route. <laughs> Good option. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Old American brings you this segment as well. Played there the other day. That's in great shape. That's fun. Played like a lot it. of golf these days. Eh, not as much as you think, but I pick and choose my time. So, uh, how much longer till you shoot your age? Let's see, sixteen years. Sixteen years? Yeah. Okay. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. You shoot, shoot seventy-eight when you're seventy-eight. Hey, I'm still reaching par fives and two. I still got that going for me. I just got a putt. The Rick bragging montage. That was a bragging montage right there. It was a very short one. So, uh, speaking of bragging. And speaking of hitting the ball far, gentlemen, he's in the uh, he's in the long drive competition each year. His name is Maurice Allen. He's Big got guy. a pretty good story. Um, picked up a seven iron one time, just because he didn't know what else to do. And they put him on a launch monitor inside a inside of a can't think of it. Anyway, mo- uh, what do they call those things? You, si- you hit them I've up. I've just met the launch monitor. Yeah. No, 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 not the launch the, monitor. The, the I, I said the launch monitor. Simulator, yeah. He hit a 240. The guy, you need to do that again. 240. You need to do that again. 242. I think you should take up golf. Or at least long driving. Yeah. So, he, he is the reigning 2018 Volvic long drive champion. Usually you have to hit it about 450 yards, depending on wind and everything else. His winning drive was 393. And uh, so he tried to do something that has never been done. John Daly tried this back in 2005, came up short. He tried to hit a tee shot from the U.S. side of Niagara Falls 
onto the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. It's a 342-yard carry into the mist, into wind, into God knows what, and nobody's been able to do it. And on his third try, he cleared it by 15 yards. Wow. Wow. It's pretty sweet. I went to grad school up there. That it's a, I mean, if you've never been to Niagara Falls, it's pretty impressive. But it's not, I mean, 343 yards is not, you know, doesn't go forever. It's it's kind of finite. But it's still, if you would look at it, it's a. It's a beast a, because of all the mist there from the from the waterfall. Yes. So before we get to if if the Niagara Falls is a is a natural wonder or not, one of the original seven or eight. So seven. he says ten years eight. ago. He says ten years ago. This uh, Maurice Allen. If you had a club head speed of 140 miles an hour. Pay attention. Yep. And a ball speed of about 210, you were guaranteed a world title. Right. So those numbers today wouldn't get you top 15. Nope. I think those numbers right there get you at the top of the driving uh, on the PGA Tour. 140. But you got to uh, do a lot of other things good. Cameron Champ's at 130. Okay. So Cameron Champ wouldn't be close. Nope. No, these guys, again, when you're trying to drive to score, that's one thing. And when you're, that's the only thing I wish the long drives had. I know you just need lightning in about one shot. You can hit five out of bounds, right. top it, do whatever. And that last right. shot goes crazy, and then you win. This should be some kind of an average or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I think. Anywho, so good for him. Now I don't have to try and be the first one. Because <laughs> you know what it is, especially when you're young, whenever you have a long carry over water, it's the greatest thing when you're a kid. Yeah. Because you're waiting, and you're yeah. waiting, and you're waiting out to see a splash. And when you clear that, and maybe you clear for the first time, maybe you're 12 or 13, and it's that one time you've never been able to clear 180 yard, right? Whatever. It's the greatest feeling in the world. So doing it at Niagara Falls, not too shabby. And I don't know what he's gonna do over that. So, one P one Nate asked if somebody could hit it. Okay, so it's a pyramid is 125 yards up wide. Wide. And 125 yards high, I think, something like that. Could somebody clear that? I don't know. Because most of, when you look at the track mans now for, for pro golfers, mm -hmm. if you hit it 140 feet in the air, that's pretty good. Yeah. 150, like a Jason Day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they should really do stuff like that, like Evil Knievel. <laughs> give, me, give me an object, give me an obstacle, and see if I can hit it over that. All right, so... Craig and I have also been going back and forth if Niagara Falls is one of the seven or eight uh, wonders of the world. It is not, but some people want it to be. Okay. So it doesn't matter. So the original seven are the Great Pyramid of Giza. Giza? I'm trying to remember. Hanging Gardens of Babylonian, Babylon, Statue of Zeus, Colossus of Rhodes, Temple of Artemis, Mausoleum. That is not the seven wonders of the world. Seven natural wonders. Seven natural wonders of the world. The Grand Canyon, Paracutan, Northern Lights, Victoria Falls, the Harbor of Rio de Janeiro, the Great Barrier Reef, and Mount Everest. Well, this is a different Those one. Those are the then. seven ones. Those are the ye seven natural wonders of the world. Well, that's what I'm looking at something else. Well, you're looking there. at something wrong. You know what? I've officially got to the point I don't care. 
<laughs> I really have. Uh, now, the difference is they have a lot of different ones. They have man-made. They have – so right. you, can, you can stretch those out any way you want. Right. Right. But, yes. The only one in the United States is, uh, in the U.S. is the Grand Canyon. And then I think the Astrodome was one of the one of the original man-made wonders of the world. Now, that's a relic. Yep. Yep. Mm. So. <laughs> See, I acquiesce. If, if I'm not right, I'll, I'll own up to it. But that's the thing. Okay, so here's the problem that I have is I will look at the first thing that's on Google. Yes, you will. That's usually the most popular, right? And they tend to be the most wrong. <laughs> so, again, for me, don't quit your day job. Uh, funny. <laughs> you were funny. Yeah, I'm trying. I remember I memorized him for what for some school something or another back in the day. So that's I, one of those things that sticks in your mind yeah. that something more important should be in there. Yeah. So the one that it's, and I never say it right. And of course, me the para 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 paracutin. That's the. It's easy for you to say. I know. Uh, Elmer Fudd. Yes. It's a volcano in Mexico, and that was one of the seven natural wonders. And that, that well, they have one. seven natural wonders, then they have the forgotten several natural wonders, and you know. Yeah, so they, but yeah. the seven one natural wonders, there are. That's the original seven. You know. So I'm gonna say Niagara Falls should be on that. No, doesn't compare with Victoria Falls, which are the it's highest. A, it is the tallest, isn't it? Yeah. Highest. Well, there you go. All right. It's 943 on the ticket. T-Box. One last segment at Classic BMW today, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. We will mix with uh, Country Forest, and we'll tell you where we're at next week on the little ticket. 950 on the ticket. T-Box. One more segment at Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. Be sure to check out their pre-owns. They have certified pre-owns which have excellent warranties on them. They have no-haggle pricing on pre-owns, and they still have new cars, the new X7. Mm. First three-rower. Staring at a really pretty blue one. Yep. Been staring at it the entire show. It gorgy. Fast, too. Powerful, too, because it's a BMW. So come on out here today. You know what? Rainy days are always good. Tends to, the traffic tends to uh, slow down a little bit, so... Sometimes they're a little more aggressive with their pricing, so you never, never know. So I want to thank everybody out here for their wonderful hospitality. I want to thank Andrew Malone for filling in for uh, Kern, doing an expert job out here today. He scrambled like nobody knows what happened. We, they just noticed they turned it on. We're on the air. Didn't see what, what it took to get us Ducks on the air. Ducks in the pond, right? Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, back at the station, thanks to uh, Jay, Jay King. First time we've worked with him, I believe. Good job today. And Samuel Hale doing tickers twice an hour. Next week we'll be at Thorn Tree uh, Golf Club. We need to play out there. You need to play out there. It's, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm in. We'll be there next Saturday between 8 and 10. So if you're down in that area in DeSoto, come by and say hi. Why not, right? And don't forget Ideal Golfer, Shady Valley, and Canyon Creek are up as members for a day. And then next week we have some more and, um, and a surprise one that you huh. might just like. So without further ado, uh, again, happy uh, 59th forever to my bride, Jody. Craig, you want to say one more shout-out to Amy? She's already at her appointment, so no. Okay. There you go. 
And uh, after the Don Nelson screwer, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, bring on Country Force, Eli, and probably Ty, but there's no guarantee. There's an absolute guarantee I'm here this week. Can this could be a little dicey today, boys. The return is a little rough, so you're a little scratchy. So, 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 how are you, 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 guy, 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 guys, do, 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 You're just, it sounds like we're in a torrential rainstorm. Yeah, I thought you were broadcasting. Well, that's because it's a torrential rainstorm outside. No, not so, well, not so bad right now. Sounds like when we were kids and we were trying to get a radio station and we barely just didn't get it. Yeah, I want to get the Dodger game and I'm in Colorado or something. Back in the old days when you had the little, you had the the circle and you had to kind of turn it back and forth and try to catch it just right to get it on uh, Eagle 97 to listen to Kid Craddock. Yep. I liked it when I was uh, going to school in Flagstaff. I could still pick up Dodger games because it was 50,000-watt clear channel out of L.A. Nah, it's a 50,000-watt blowtorch. Yeah, it was. Big blowtorch. So I got to hear Vin Scully all those, all those years when I was in college. That is the goat years. right there. That term gets thrown around to far too many times these days, but Vin Scully, that is the goat of broadcasting. I'm going to say... In my professional is, opinion. Well, I'm going to say my professional opinion, and this is going to be skewed. Where I grew up in L.A., I might have had the greatest group of broadcasters ever. You're not Chick wrong. Kern for Lakers. Chick Hearn, yeah. I had Dick Enberg for the Angels yeah. and the Rams. Vin Scully for the Dodgers. It's a pretty good uh, That is group. a M- Mount Rushmore right there, sir. Pretty tough to beat. And they were there forever. I mean... Vinny could still do it if you wanted to. Yeah, at a very high level. There is not much more that just screams summertime baseball than Vin Scully. He was the greatest. He used to stay up every night. We'd put the transistor radio underneath my pillow so my parents wouldn't hear me staying up. It's such an art I form, that, too. I loved, loved listening to late night baseball when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Loved it. And it's so yep. different from I I- any other play-by-play because baseball is such a slow-moving sport, and you have to like be not just being able to describe the action; you have to be able to tell stories and yes, and fill time and just and make it sound effortless. Yeah, but I would listen. I'd listen to the Baltimore Bullets too. I would listen to that. You would? Yes, I would. We won a championship. What? So. Wes Unseld. Wes Unseld and Elvin Hayes. Bobby Dandridge, yes. Earl the Pearl on that team? No, we traded him for Kevin Gravy. <laughs> Kevin awesome Gravy. Trade. Nice. Tra- <laughs> gravy. Kevin Here Gravy. Here comes Gravy. Sounds like a <laughs> gravy. mid-tier oh, wrestler. Gravy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's I, Kevin I, Gravy I with I the steel chair. Play by, as a matter of fact, when I listen, I'll listen to the Cowboys. I'm almost happier when I'm in the car when they're on so I can listen to the play-by-play. I, I don't disagree with that. Fun. Don't disagree. Let your imagination run a little bit. What's and that, going on? And now with satellite radio, you can pick up any one of your any one of your teams yeah. that you like. And I will sync so. up. I'll sync it up with with the TV because I, I do prefer the call of Babe and Brad over even I, if even I'll, if it's, I'll do that with, I like with baseball. I like Aikman and Buck. But I don't do it with football as much. But if it's anybody else, I, I go with the radio call. What if it's Kenny Albert? Uh, I still go with the radio call. Stop that, buddy. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. 
But you know, we've got Who's some. All right, uh, Kenny Albert. He's oh, okay. He's serviceable, I guess. You know, he gets you through a game. It but, sounds like y'all are broadcasting from the surface of the moon. By the way, we've been waiting for. I told you. We've been waiting for Neil Armstrong to break in at any moment. <laughs> So if this is if this is tough, we could leave a little bit early. Yeah, we should probably do that. All right, coming up next, way more of Country Force. Love you. The ticket is live with the Cowboys at training small camp in Austin. The new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, joins us on the ticket. Cowboys coaches talk to the ticket guy. Has it been determined who calls the plays? Do you call the plays, or does yeah, Coach Garrett, you're going to call the plays? Yeah, I, I think we got a great. Great situation here. I, I think I'm fortunate. You know, he'll be a great resource on game day. Hey, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And we can kind of bounce things off each other and uh, I think put us in a really good situation. We're having fun hanging with the boys in Cali. Brought to you by Metter Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, North Texas Tollway Authority, and Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC, this is Sports Radio 1310 at 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas-Fort Worth, KTCK FM Flower Mound, a cumulus station.